Welcome to the Nurse Becoming Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Guarneri from the Resume Rx, and this is the podcast that's dedicated to empowering and encouraging nurses along your path of professional and self-discovery. As a nurse practitioner, mom, and business owner, I'm on a mission to help you figure out how to leave your lasting impact on the world, all while bravely and fearlessly growing along the way. Join me for honest conversations and inspiring stories about personal and professional growth, all through the lens of nursing. Well, hey there, welcome back to another episode of Nurse Becoming. It's your host, Amanda Guarneri, and I'm so happy to have you here today, whether it's your first time or you've been a longtime listener. Thank you for spending this little bit of time with me. It is a couple of days until 2021, and I'm sure that all your favorite podcasts and all your favorite media and social media outlets are talking about the new year. I mean, it's it's exciting, not just you know, every year is like this, right? Every year there's all this chatter about setting new goals and reflecting on the past year. But I feel like this year, (laughs) this year feels a lot different, doesn't it? Right. I think that so many of us are clinging on to this hope that we are getting rid of the dumpster fire that was 2020. So I'm probably not alone in saying that I am really eager for that clock to hit midnight on December 31st and for it to be January 2021. But I want to reflect a little bit and and kind of pose some questions for you to reflect on this past year and also what's next, not in the kind of typical toxic positivity way of, you know, let's talk about everything that was good, even though it was a dumpster fire, or let's make sure we set big, audacious goals. So I want to just kind of keep it a little bit more neutral and a little bit more truthful about what you may be feeling about 2020 and and whether it's really true that 2021 can solve problems, right? Because I think that there is some danger in latching on to 2021 as the answer to whatever it is that you're struggling. And that goes for any year, right? Like why does the first day of the new year need to be the time that you make a change in your life if you can? So we're moving out of a challenging year. I think we can all agree on that. Now, it was a challenging year overall, but some people had a great year. Some people had a terrible year. Regardless of how you felt, I want to give you permission to sit in duality. I want you to feel that you can sit in more than one feeling. I think a lot of times we kind of feel like we have to be binary, right? Like we have to be either this feeling or that feeling or somewhere on a spectrum. But I think it's not talked about as much that we can feel multiple conflicting feelings and be in multiple dissonant states at the same time. So for example, you could be grateful for the success that you had in 2020, but disappointed in your ability not to see family. You know, that's an example. You could feel grateful to have had 
a job where you work from home, for example, and didn't have to put your health at risk, but also feel that it was draining and miserable to be home with your kids all the time. (laughs) I think that 2020 really taught us what matters in our lives. I think a lot of us have realized how much we crave community and connection and also recognize the power of community and connection and voices that come together for a single purpose. I think that the civil rights 2.0 kind of uprising that started over the summer after the George Floyd murder, I think that that has shown us kind of what can be achieved when enough people are willing to use their voice against injustice. So I think that we've also learned how to be resilient and adaptable, how to pivot. And overall, though, at least for me, I have learned how to really sit with things that are out of my control and challenge things that I thought were out of my control, but actually were. That has really been the biggest lesson for me, especially for someone who really likes to be in control. I like to have a plan. I like to know what's coming. I like to know how my day is going to go. I like to know the days my kids are going to be in school, where my next paycheck is coming from. And all of those things were challenged this year. And It was a really interesting puzzle to figure out which of those things were in my control and what weren't. Hey friend, you may or may not be job seeking right now, but if you are, or you will be in the future, I'm popping in to let you know about my most popular offer, the Nurse Resume Template Bundle. This is a digital download product that includes six beautifully designed resume and cover letter templates for both the experienced and new grad nurse or NP. You deserve to have a resume and cover letter that really showcases exactly why you are the perfect person for the job. So never again lose out on the opportunity to interview because your resume got lost in the stack. When you purchase the nurse resume template bundle, you'll also get access to three really essential bonuses that I created for you. My credential organization system, a job application tracking system, and the most asked for resource, an ATS video explaining what the heck the ATS is. (laughs) And it also includes two really friendly additional templates that are super ATS friendly. Okay. So you can learn more about this and you can purchase the nurse resume template bundle for just $37 at theresumerx.com slash offer. That's theresumerx.com slash O-F-F-E-R. Now back to the episode. On the job front, many people learned what it's really like to rely on a job, which maybe they didn't realize as much until it was taken away. You know, there was this big duality with healthcare providers, too, especially, you know, in the first half of the year into the summer. I think that we saw hospitals that couldn't hire fast enough and were giving emergency privileges to students. And we also saw plenty of specialties in plenty of parts of the country that weren't hit initially by the surge of COVID laying off their providers. So it was so interesting. You know, I'm a part of a few Facebook groups. I'm in one that's for emergency nurse practitioners and PAs because that's the specialty that I've worked in. And 
there would be just as many posts from people who were so overworked because their ERs were so full as there were posts from people who couldn't get any hours and were laid off, uh, which is not something that ever happens in emergency medicine. Usually, pretty much every emergency department you know, operates at its capacity. That's just how it's been for years. So usually, nurse practitioners and PAs have plentiful opportunities there. So I think that that's one thing that I've observed on the job front is people who never expected to lose their job did. And those folks may have been people who really didn't ever expect that they would be laid off because of lack of business, which I think is really interesting. And also, as well, many people, especially nurses, our fellow nurses, learned what it means to be undervalued in a job learned what it means to be replaceable, learned what it means to work because you have to, even though you recognize that your working conditions are unsafe. I think that that's something that as a profession, we can take as a learning from 2020 and really question moving forward who has our best interests in mind. And at the end of the day, it might be you. You know, you are likely going to be the person who looks out for yourself the most. And I think that especially with the PPE crisis of earlier in the year, that still continues to some extent. I think that that has become really evident. So regardless of whether you're choosing a word for 2021 or a resolution or just being so damn grateful to be done with this year. I want to know what are some learnings that you can take with you to help you craft the life that you want? Because at the end of the day and at the end of the year, I think that, you know, that's what I'm reflecting on. And that's what a lot of people that I'm talking to are reflecting on. How can we go into this new year and really make sure that we are the ones prioritizing the important things in our own lives? So, what does that mean to you? Do you have a new wish list for what you want in a job? Are you going to be changing jobs in 2021 because of some realizations that you made this year? Did you realize that you want to use your knowledge to maybe establish an alternative stream of income for yourself? You know, do you want to start a business or a consulting practice? Are you someone in healthcare who really did lose a lot of hours and get furloughed and find difficulty working and making? ends meet, which is something that you never expected. How can you take control of that moving forward? Or maybe did you get some clarity about the importance of a particular relationship in your life? You know, these are, I think, some of the toughest times that we have gone through in our generation, you know, millennial, Gen Z, um, the Oregon Trail generation, if you know what I'm talking about. And I think that our relationships have been either deepened or challenged by social distancing and isolation and not being able to gather for social events. So what are you going to take with you from that into next year? Whatever it is, whatever you decide, that's what matters as we go into 2021. It's what's important to you. And furthermore, what are you going to do about it? There will be a lot of advertising and memes and noise about the new year, 
But regardless of the date, like I said at the beginning, you know, regardless of it being January 1st, 2021, or any other day of the year, you have control over your actions and your thoughts every single day of the year. So the question is, what are you going to do? What's your plan? And if you decide to make a plan, just remember that those plans can change because it's good to kind of take a look and see how much of your plan is in your own control versus how much it relies on external factors, as we saw in 2020, where all of our New Year's plans and resolutions most likely were really rocked by the pandemic. So that's what I want to know. I want to know what are you going to do in 2021? What are your learnings from 2020? Not necessarily what's your, you know, vanity resolution or what's your word of the year. I really want to know what going into this new year means for you and what you are going to do to make sure that you are crafting the life that you want in the next year and beyond. So this is a short episode. This is all I have for you today. I hope that you get the opportunity to reflect and sit and enjoy the coming of the new year, also the returning of the sun after the solstice. I think I'm an eternal optimist and I have hope that we are on our way to better days is what I can say about that. So cheers to a new year. And I will see you again and talk to you again in 2021. Well, that does it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and making it all the way to the end. If you found today's episode helpful, would you take a minute and give me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts? It will truly help other nurses find this show and know that it's worth listening to. For more information about this episode, as well as a place to submit your questions or suggestions for future episodes or guests, head to nursebecoming.com. I cannot wait to connect with you again soon. And until next time, remember, I am always rooting for you.